Welcome back, my budget besties. I am so glad you are here. In today's episode, we are going to chat about how to prepare for a job loss or a loss of income. Of course, a lot of these things are important to think about and prepare for before you lose a job, but that's not always the case, right? So if you've already had a loss of income, this is still important for you. And these steps are still important for you to work through and examine and start to prepare yourself as much as possible. I mean, obviously, you're already behind the eight ball a little bit depending on your spending habits and how much debt you have and all of those things. If you've already lost your job. Now, if you know that a job loss could be coming or a loss of income is on the horizon, or maybe you just wanna stay at home with your kids or quit your job to start a business and you're just trying to prepare for that transition, these steps are really gonna help you um, set things up so that you can prepare yourself financially. Now, if you're also like, just wanna know how much to save in an emergency fund, just in case this happens, this episode is for you as well. And I do have a free worksheet to help you work through what we're going to talk about in this episode. You can grab that for free at budgetsmadeeasy.com basic. You don't already have this. This is something brand new that I just created for this episode. So go ahead and go grab that and then listen to this episode and take some notes while you are preparing just in case, you know, you're not sure sure what life is going to throw at you and preparing for an emergency and a job loss is an emergency is so important mentally and financially to go ahead and do some of these things ahead of time right and so you know if you're just curious okay how much should I save for an emergency fund we're going to discuss that as well even if you're just preparing, right? Like you don't see it on the horizon or anything like that. But this episode will help you kind of work out those numbers and figure out what to do when you have a loss of income, what bills to cut out, how much to actually save ahead of time and some things to get the ball rolling to get your job back or increase your income as much as you can, right? Because it's stressful. And if the more you can prepare ahead of time, the better off you're going to be because to think clearly and make really good decisions when you are super stressed and anxious and panicking about losing your job is not the best time to make those decisions. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host and the creator of Budgets Made Easy. I help midlife women manage the next stage of their financial lives without all the guilt, overwhelm, and shame surrounding their past money mistakes. My journey toward money and time freedom started after we paid off $45,000 in debt in just 17 months. If you are looking for a judgment-free community where you can connect and grow with other women going through the same financial struggles as you, this is the place for you. Buckle up as we jump on the drive to money freedoms. You can enjoy this season of life without stressing about money and retirement and how to just get it all done. Let's get started. All right, let's dive in. What are some things that you need to do to really prepare, let's say you've already lost your job or you know it's 
coming. Like it's imminent. Um, it's at the time of this recording, it's almost December. A lot of businesses will start layoffs at the end of the year. I know it's it sounds terrible because it, I mean, and it is because it's right at Christmas, but a lot of businesses, if their fiscal year ends in December and they're starting a new fiscal year in January, that's when they're going to start laying people off. And it's very unfortunate. Um, it sucks, obviously, um, but it's a business decision. Um, depending on the business, of course, it sucks. But the more you can do to prepare financially and mentally, uh, the better off you're going to be. And hopefully, you can kind of lessen the time that you um, are without income or lower income or whatever the case may be in your situation. So if you know that you are losing income, or maybe you already have, or you're just not sure, like, you want to know what to do if it happens because it's possible like my this whole journey for us for my husband and I started when he unexpectedly lost his job and it was right after the um end of the year that's when they did their layoffs and you know he has switched jobs since then and the job that he just left just laid people off in his department again and so you know even if you think your job is secure, it's not always the case, unfortunately. Um, you There's a lot of things outside of your control um, that could impact whether or not you lose your job. And it sucks, um, but I hope that just kind of being mentally prepared at the very least uh, will help move you in the right direction so that when or if it does happen, um, you know what to do because that is the most important thing because if you're just panicking and you don't know what to do, it just makes things worse, right? Like you can't make good decisions that way. You don't make good decisions that way because a lot of your fine motor function and uh, thinking and cognitive functions are decreased when you are in fight or flight panic mode, right? So the first thing I want you to do is to get your current balance. So let's say you, you've you lost your job. So um, you aren't working anymore. Uh, you, like, you, you got laid off today. There's no uh, future work at the moment. Um, what I want you to do is take stock. What do you currently have in cash in your bank account? Um, subtract any bills that haven't posted. Uh, and that's what you have left to work with. Then I want you to just kind of get an estimate of what your potential last paycheck, if applicable, and make a plan for it. So don't forget to get your worksheet to help you prioritize uh, your bills. So we want to prioritize spending. So I want you to list your expenses in order of priority. So number one, food. Um, number two, housing. So what housing costs do you have, either rent or your mortgage? Um then transportation. So you have to have transportation to get another job, look for another job, all of those things. So housing, food, transportation, and then medication. So do you have any like life um, saving or extremely important for your health? Like I think most medications, I mean, not all medications obviously are like super, super important, but I'd say probably most of them are. Um, figure out what you need uh, for medications if applicable. So um, on that worksheet, I've got it listed in order of priority as well. So you can put that in there, the due date and how much um, 
your payment is or how much it's going to cost you. Um, check next to it, whether it's a need, a want, or if you can cancel it. So maybe you can cancel some things before they post, um, before your next bill. And then, of course, I want you, if you're in the U.S. at least, um, and if you're in another country, hopefully you know what the um, process is, but I want you to file for unemployment in your state. So each state in the U.S. is different. Um, how much you'll get, what the process is, when you'll actually get your first paycheck. Um, and it's not a lot of money. It's it's maybe a couple hundred dollars a week, um, but it's based on how much money you made. Um, they typically don't pay you the first week or two. Um, it does depend on your state. So Google it, find out what your options are, how to apply, and um, it should give you an idea of kind of like what you may get. Um, of course, your employer can file to dispute that they owe you unemployment. Like it's, it's a whole process, but do it anyway because if you can get unemployment, you need to get unemployment and they owe it to you regardless. So, and of course, if you end up finding a job right away, awesome. You don't, I mean, you don't have to do all of that, but go ahead and start the process just in case, because as anything with the government, it will take time to process and actually get a check. So if by chance you don't find a job or, you know, get hired, start working, get paid in a week or two, which is highly unlikely, unless you're already like preparing and make in making that transition, um, it will help fill that gap a little bit, right? Um, I also want you to go ahead and update your resume, whether you've lost your job or not. This is important to keep updated um, all the time. So watch some videos on YouTube. There's tons of people out there that are more knowledgeable and experts on resumes and job finding and applying for jobs and all of those things than myself. I haven't, I mean, I haven't applied for a job in over a decade. Uh, I wouldn't even know where to start. It's completely different. Like, you know, you, the recommendations used to be to go in person, ask to speak to the manager, like do all, now everything's online. They don't want you in the store. They don't want to talk to you. The computer system like kicks out automatically all kinds on just based on stupid things in their system or erroneously, like it's really a pain in the butt, right? And so um, go ahead and start learning those things. Try to stay up to date on those things because even if you've been in a job for a long time, studies have shown you actually make more money if you change jobs more often. Like, especially nowadays, it seems like people aren't giving raises. So the only way to get a raise is to change jobs. Or if you started at a place early in your career and you've only been getting one, two, maybe 3% raises for the last 10 years, you can probably go somewhere else and get a, a lot bigger pay bump than that little bit increments every year. So, you know, it's important just to keep your options open, right? I'm all about options. I don't want to uh, get rid of any options that I have. So I want you to watch some YouTube videos, keep your resume up to date, like make sure you're updating it with any um you can even make some notes. Like it doesn't have to be on your official resume, but maybe even open a, have a Google Drive folder, a Google Doc, and like put little things in there that people say about you that is uh, positive feedback, like, oh, congratulations, like you did so good on this job, or even extra things that you have done 
at your current job? Like, did you volunteer to work with a um, committee? Did you help plan any events? Have you taken on extra responsibilities? You know, what positive things were on your eval? Like, just keep a, um, a uh, what's the word? Uh, inventory, but that's not the word that I'm looking for. But keep it, like, keep it in one place so you can easily find it. Um, try and keep it all together um, because you're going to forget those things. Like, especially when you're stressed and trying to find a job, you're not going to remember that five years ago, uh, Brenda said, oh, you did a good job and you volunteered for, you know, extra work and planning and doing, you know, the work Christmas party or whatever. I'm just making things up now. So, um, you know, whenever I was a detective, I was on the domestic violence task force and I did all these extra things. I got employee of the quarter or whatever it was. Of course, I... <laughs> I got, I don't even think, they barely recognized me for it. I wasn't even on the little placard thing, but I got it and I put it on there. Like any extra trainings or certificates you've taken, even if it's not a certificate program, but you've taken, um, you know, continuing ed, write it in there, like do a quick summary of what it was about, who your instructor was, who the teacher was, when you took it, all of those details, because you're not going to remember that. And basically what you're doing with a resume and looking for a job is selling yourself. You're trying to get someone to buy into you. And so you've got to sell yourself. And that's hard for people. It makes people uncomfortable. I'm sure like talking positively about yourself is hard for most of us. Like it's way easier to talk negatively about ourselves and positively and so it's really important to kind of keep track of those positive things in one place with your resume whatever um you know and keep keep a track of like network connections because a lot of jobs are found with connections who you know who's in your network um keep that up to date as well keep in touch with people even if it's only a couple times a year without asking for anything just you know say hey how are you doing do you need anything that type of thing so that with if you are looking for a new job, it's not like five years like, hey, do you remember me? Five years ago, we chatted at such and such event and all of those types of things. Um, just try to keep in touch as much as possible. And, you know, if you have to make little notes in your Google Drive or your Google Doc, like, okay, I have this person's information. What do they do? You know, I've contacted them on this date or that date. Um, that can make people feel kind of icky that you're like keeping track of stuff. But if you're like me, I can't remember anything. And so it's really hard for me. And so I have to kind of do that at certain times. I don't do that very often, but you know, if I'm like, okay, I really like, I really like this person. I need to keep in contact with them. Like here's their information. That way when I go to uh, make contact with them, I know where to find their information, right? And so um, that just kind of helps keep you in the forefront of their mind as well. If they see an opportunity and they're like, oh, that would be really good for Kim. Like I know she would be perfect for this job. I'm going to let her know. Now, a lot of professional jobs and even, on, I mean, even, um, I want to say prof professional in the sense of like um, C-suite or corporate is what I mean, like <laughs> corporate type jobs or office jobs is more of what I mean uh, is a better word for that because even, um, you know, labor jobs 
it's all about who you know. Like, so it doesn't matter if it's like office jobs or labor type, physical labor type jobs. It's all about who you know, who's in your network, who likes you, and who's willing to put in a good word for you. Like that is way more important in most uh, jobs than what's actually on your resume. Um, So keep that in mind too. You want to have a good network. Um, A good book on this is... um, Wealth of Connections, uh, it is on Amazon. Uh, the author is Vince, and I can I will screw up his last name, um, but he has a really good book. There's actually several books that talk about like networking and keeping those connections alive uh, because it will help you make money. I mean, it, it just will. That's what it boils down to, right? Jobs equals money. So an opportunity. So... All right, so keep your resume up to date. Look for YouTube videos, tips online, things like that to help uh, update it and just stay up to date on like what what are the new tricks and tips for getting a job. <sighs> All right, so the next thing to do after you've updated your resume, filed for unemployment, you kind of listed out your basic bills in order of priority. So like as money comes in, this is what you focus on first. That's where the money goes to because you may not have enough money to pay everything, right? So you've got to prioritize. Now, if you're not to that point yet and you're just like, okay, what do I need to save for an emergency? How much income or how much do I actually need to set aside? Same thing. List the bills that you need to pay, not your take-home pay necessarily, but like the things that have to get paid if there's an emergency, you lose your job, like these need to get paid. That is the amount that you save times three. Um, What that worksheet will do is it'll give you the total amount for one month and then it'll do the math for you to figure out for three months, which is obviously just one month times three, but it does the math for you. So you don't have to think about it. Um, So that will give you an idea of like how much you actually need to save in your emergency funds. So because if you lose your job, there's probably things that you're going to cancel right away. And so you can list that out as well. And there's a box to check for if you would cancel it. All right, so the other thing you need to do is figure out some ways to make some quick cash if possible, right? Because unemployment doesn't come in um, immediately. Uh, If you do have another paycheck coming, that doesn't come immediately. You may not even have another paycheck. Or if your last paycheck, it might not even be a full paycheck, right? So you've got to come up with some ways to make some money in the meantime while you're trying to do all of these other things. And I know that sounds kind of stressful, but I want you to take inventory for what you can sell for quick cash. So do you have anything of value just already laying around that you don't use? And maybe some of the things you do use, but in this instance, you need to sell it. Um, or maybe if, you know, you don't find a job within a month, you need to sell it type of thing. So take inventory. Okay. What can you, what do you have? Sorry if you hear my dog breathing. I don't know. (laughs) He's over here snoring. Okay. So do you have anything that you can sell? Um, if the time comes where you need to make a decision that you need to sell it, right? Like what are your options? Um, I want you to also think about some things that you can do to make some cash. So like maybe reach out to friends or family, ask them if they have any odd jobs you can do, whether it's um, uh, yard work, cleaning, babysitting, like any of that type of stuff. You can also post for that kind of stuff in Facebook groups, uh, local to your area. There's like tons and tons of Facebook groups, especially local ones, um, just for the general community, but there's also, uh, mom groups in your area. There's, um, 
There's job groups in your area, like anything you can think of, look on Facebook, right? Um, there's dog walking, watching, uh, car detailing. Uh, are you crafty? Do you have anything that you could make and you could sell? Um, also check on Upwork, uh, freelancer.com, fiverr.com. They're all very similar. Basically, people post odd jobs that you can do online, they ask for help. So depending on your skills, um, you can look for things on there. You've got to create a account and then search for jobs and things like that. I talk a lot about this um, on episode 87, which was a budget strategy session with Kim and it's titled Ways to Make $5,000 fast. So we go through a bunch of different ideas for her to um, make some extra money. And so, whew, that I feel like that was a lot thrown at you <laughs> in this episode. So think of some ways to make some extra money, see what you can sell. You know, even if, you know, Uber, uh, DoorDash, um, Uber Eats, like those types of things, like whatever you have to do right now to bring in some income to lessen the stress and it may not cover everything. And that's why I want you to write out your priorities, how much and um, whether it's really a need or a want, like really think about what is a need or a want. And as things get tight, you've got to get rid of some wants. I know it sucks. Just remind yourself it's temporary. Um, but you know, it's really important to start thinking about these things before the time comes if at all possible. Um, so I hope that this was helpful. Don't forget to grab your free worksheet to kind of help you uh, work through this and, you know, just prepare if you, it's not like anything that you necessarily um, have to think about right now, but you're just like wanting to be prepared just in case of emergency, how much to save for an emergency that will give you uh, the numbers to help you figure out how much to save. So don't forget to go grab that worksheet at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash basic and go check out some of the other episodes where I talk about making extra money, prioritizing your spending, things like that. We've talked about this quite a bit on the Money Mindset Podcast. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.